Here's the big question. Quick in the game podcast. If you're looking to change your family tree, redefine an industry, reach new limits, or live an unconventional life, how are, how are you setting yourself up to guarantee this will happen? This podcast is going to cut through all the cliche, cookie cutter, and conventional recommendations about finance, business, and life, and give you the tips you need to get the outcomes you want while playing your game. I'm Dan Nicholson, and this is, is, is the Rigging the Game podcast. Rigging the Game Welcome back to the Rigging the Game podcast. I'm your host, Dan Nicholson, and today I want to talk about playing your game, which is one of the core tenets of this whole podcast, which is we want to rig the game to win. We want to get the outcomes that we want under all circumstances, but we also want to do it while we're playing our style. And so the common question then is, well, how do I know what my actual style is in business? And uh, first off, the best episode on this whole topic is with Randy Massengale. He's the one who taught me this whole idea of playing playing my game. So you should check out that episode with Randy. Uh, it's, it's incredible. But let me give you the kind of quick quick version of uh, how you figure this out. And uh, I'm going to do it through how, I, how Randy helped me figure out what my style is in business. So as you may know from my origin story, grew up as a painfully shy kid who also was always scheming on on business ideas and so there's this weird sort of contradiction of wanting to like really grow a business and be out in front and be very competitive but at the same point like being really shy and not wanting wanting or feeling uncomfortable when I have have uh, uh, attention kind of directed right right at me and then I went to a uh, Jesuit University which is all about kind of we're all equals and acting in a really ethical and fair and just way, which is certainly certainly uh, not an advocate of being unethical in business. But as a competitive person, it's hard for me to kind of wrap my head around uh, we're all kind of equal. If you're trying to win, uh, there is somewhat of a, a contradiction or f- dynamic friction that exists in uh, this idea that sort of we're all, we're all uh, going to get a trophy. And so uh, that for a while was sort of in my head as trying to reconcile, like I need to be fair and just and, and everyone needs to win, uh, but then I'm competitive. And I was always trying to, to sort of uh, align with like these best practices that I learned in, in business school. And then I learned from Randy, no, you gotta, you gotta play your game. And if you don't, you're gonna be miserable. And uh, it's so, so true. When I'm the most successful in my business and feeling the most successful in life is when I'm actually playing, playing my game. So that's my pitch for why you want to know this, but let's let's dig into it. So, I my favorite sport uh, growing up that I most align with is is basketball. So I'm I'm uh, six foot two. So as far as basketball goes, I'm not the tallest person. But growing up, I was usually the tallest or second tallest person uh, on the team. And so what that means is that, uh, and also. I'm not necessarily the fastest, and as I mentioned, I'm also shy, and in, in sports uh, in my younger years, uh, that was difficult for me to sort of, I didn't want a lot of the attention necessarily, but I still wanted the ball. Again, there's this weird contradiction that exists in my, my brain. And so the coaches always put me under the hoop, because that's where you put the slow kid who doesn't necessarily want uh, the ball. But in my head, I really wanted to be shooting guard. And as I got older and, and a bit more confident, if I was playing like pickup basketball, that's where I wanted to be, like taking the ball up and uh, or you know playing out uh, on the perimeter, driving. And so ultimately what I wanted was like the hustle guy, dive on the floor because I'm not the most uh, physically gifted uh, person, but also I'm willing to take the last shot 
And when you're willing to take the last shot, that means you have to be willing to uh, to sort of be responsible for not winning the game and having all all eyes on all eyes on you. And so that's actually my default style. That's my style in business is that I can be that hustle, dive on the floor guy, but also I'm willing to take take the last shot. And so in business, that means that I'm going to always be putting in kind of max effort or really in all regards of my life, always looking to put in max effort, but also I'm willing to take some risks. I'm willing to take the last shot. That's, that's my style. When I'm not doing that, guess what? I'm not happy. But also it means that sometimes I play my game too much. In other words, sometimes you do have to pass the ball. Sometimes you shouldn't dive on the floor. And so my greatest strength can also become my greatest weakness. And so I always need to be mindful of that. And I need to be asking myself the question of, am I playing my game? But also, am I playing my game to a detriment to everybody else? And uh, so I shared that with you to give you the framework now. And so the framework is to think back to what your favorite sport or hobby was growing up. And it's not necessarily the one you played the most. I actually played soccer a lot more, but it's not the one that I most align with in terms of my identity. And so what is the sport that you, or hobby, that you most uh, align with growing up? And then what was your style? How did you show up? And you got to really dig deep to figure that out. Uh, but ultimately, that's going to be your style. Now, why? And the point that Randy makes on this is, and check out the podcast episode, is that as a kid, Ignoring certain socioeconomic conditions uh, or parents who are maybe a little bit too overbearing, you usually get to pick the sport or hobby, and you also get to pick the way you, get, you show up and the way that you play. And over time, you start getting reinforced these things you, sh- you should be doing or have to be doing, and so you lose a sense of that as you get older. And there's all these statistics on how, is, how many questions like a kindergartner asks versus how many questions a high school senior asks, and it's this massive decline. And so the the theory is that we're all kind of being shaped of what we should be doing. The same thing happens with kind of your overall default style. Over time, it gets shaped into how you're supposed to conform into society and what you should and must be doing. But should have doesn't mean shit. Like should have doesn't help. Should have creates a bunch of anxiety. It's thinking back to what you should be doing. It's just not particularly helpful. What is it you want to be doing? And that's where reflecting on your style and reflecting on periods where you were unencumbered or unburdened allows you to really dig in and figure that out. So you want to play your game, uh, play your style, because what's the point in winning if you've got to play someone else's style? Thank you so much and talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rigging the Game podcast. You can find show notes and much, much more at www.riggingthegame.com. And remember, you get to set the rules for how you play this game of life. So if you make the rules, why not rig the game to win?